vampire. Like, I'm not trying to monster shame or anything, but, like... <laughs> like Bella does later in the movie. Uh, yeah. But, like, when she was at that... Like, there was a moment where everyone but Carlisle basically was eyeing her down, ready to munch. That's not a normal environment. That's not cool. <laughs> Don't put yourself in an unsafe environment. Hi, Rogue. Hey, Zach's. Hi, Karina. Hi, Zach's. Hi, Rogue. Hi, Karina. I'm determined to sound as positive as possible. <laughs> okay, you can be the positive one for us. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, I'm feeling great. <laughs> I didn't have to watch it tonight. <laughs> We are uh, continuing Twilight Month, and we're only on part two. <laughs> we're going to be talking about New Moon, and I will... I have no, this isn't a positive. I don't think the rest of the movies get nearly as racist. Well, no, actually, no, they do. <laughs> okay, never mind. Forget that. This, they're all, it's all downhill. The whole from series <laughs> is just sprinkled with anti-black and anti-native racism, but New Moon mm. specifically. Yeah. So let's just let's just jump in. Okay. It starts <laughs> off with Bella having a dream that she's an old woman and Be Edward is still Edward because it's her 18th birthday. She's now officially physically. One an year old older person. than him. But, like, <laughs> this is what was kind of funny to me, though. It's like, was he seven? Like, was did he get turned on his 17th birthday? Because what if he was, like, three months away from being 18, Bella? Like, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, I no, love I'm older than you. So the music during this stream sequence, I hate it, and it's really outdated, and I noticed it right away. Um, and then I realized, oh, all of the music in the movie is this outdated. Well, oh like, my here's, gosh. you usually think the soundtrack, like, slaps a little bit, but then sometimes mm -hmm. it just really misses the mark. But when it does, when it does have good music and, like, some, a pop song or an indie song or something, it's so overbearing. I'm yeah. like, okay, we get it. Oh, oh. not like other anyway. movies. Yeah, yeah, I have, um, big feels about the soundtrack that are all negative yeah <laughs> yeah i you know i was watching it with my brother and dad but my dad fell asleep and then they left and went runs home. in the family <laughs> <laughs> and then i was gonna finish it with my roomie and she was like ugh, i'm out i said i was out 30 minutes ago <laughs> and i was like it's almost over and then she was like fine maybe two more groans and then i'm going away but then she looked at how much time was left and this is about when i let you guys know i have like half an hour she's like no sorry bye i gotta say the image of her walking out on me with a glass of wine was like really iconic and wish i could say the same uh, oh, just, so i just i made a note later on after i've made like three notes about how much i hate the music that it, all of the instrumental music in this movie sounds like it's from an 80s sci-fi or thriller yeah it's 
the first soundtrack, like, I don't remember thinking, like, oh my gosh, this is everything, but I remember, like, the songs that I recognized, I was like, okay, that's cool, you can have it here, we're done, and, like, I get what you're going for, but this one, like, they really wanted you to, like, hear the music. They were hoping for some iTunes Uh, downloads. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so it's Bella's birthday, and Charlie, being best dad, he talks about how uh, he and Bella's mom, they coordinated, so mom got a photo album, he got her a new camera, and, you know, he's just he's still really trying to make things work with her and like they have like a nice whatever then um edward gets her what does he get her for his her birthday again a party Uh, a necklace right the fact that we don't even know because it's not important (laughs) (laughs) anyway here's what i want to talk about They make these weird jokes to each other about, like, she's like, you're, I'm a year older than you. And he's like, no, I'm 109. And she's like, you're right. I shouldn't be with an old man. And they make out kind of aggressively. I think, to me, it didn't come off as, like, a cute joke. Like, Bella really seemed like she was upset by this. And, I mean, yeah. she's upset by it the whole movie. Like, age is, like, a really big thing for her the whole movie. Which, um, I guess could be interesting, but they lean so hard into it right away. There's, like, no build-up to it. It's just, like, all of a sudden she's super hardcore into this, oh, I'm too young for you. But, yeah, I'm say I kind of, uh, this is something I've never understood about Twilight. <laughs> or, like, vampire teen love stories in general. Mm-hmm. Why does this 109-year-old person want to date a child? Like, do they have... Well, you know, I I can't... How's the generation gap? As a a vampire, are you... Do you mentally age along with, like, your... Like, you wouldn't age physically. You think that you have... Vampire lore. The one thing I will say is because, like, I don't... I'm not, like super die hard into the vampire culture but like I've, I've watched a couple of the movies read a few books and like i'm very familiar with some of the lore you know and one thing i do think it seems like your attraction stays with your age range because like i mean i uh, guess that would make your, sense in terms um, of appearances but yeah well oh well let me just yeah, go ahead. here's the one thing uh, in Near Dark, there's this boy vampire who was turned, and he's forever 11, basically. And he meets a girl his age, who's also 11, and he, in his weird 300-year-old mind, thinks they're gonna be together. But, like, he tries to talk with her, and she's like, I like rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's really, he gets really bent out of shape about the whole thing. So... I don't know, but I guess the thing is about Bella is that she's not like other girls. She's so mature. She's like not even an eighteen-year-old. You're like really mature for your age. I didn't know you were eighteen. I thought you were like twenty-five. Ladies and boys, if anybody older than you says you're so mature for your age, run away, please. 
Like, okay, so for this thing, mostly, I feel like we're going to spend most of our time talking about the uh, racism. Yeah. I, I, but. I have a lot um, of feelings about a lot of things. So yeah. <laughs> we might jump the around. The second thing. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing I think we'll spend a lot of time on is just the overall toxicity of this relationship. Yes. Oh, my um, God. So, so bad. you know, Rogue, you already brought up a good point. Bella is expressing that she's very hyper-focused on this age thing. It's a big deal to her. Yes. Because, you know, and, like, in the book, it's not like they really do a whole lot more than what the movie does, to be honest. But I definitely get the sense it's not so much that um, it's just because, like, well, now I'm 18 and that's more than 17, but it's like, how much longer are you going to not change me? Like, are you going to change me when I'm, like, 85? Which, like, these are, that's a legitimate problem in your relationship because if he is just dating you until you're too old looks-wise for him. Yeah, I, um... Or, because even if he, even if it's not, even if he is going to date you when you're 95, you're still dead. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I do think that this this is an interesting conflict that could have been interesting if they had done it right. Like, yeah, um, she we open the movie with this conflict where she's feeling these really big feelings about her age and being a mortal and him not, and he just kind of brushes it off and and it, there there's no build up to it. It all just happens at once and then kind of continues throughout the movie it gets dropped for like a second brought back up at the end but they just didn't handle it well because there's (laughs) there the communication between edward and bella first of all horrendous (laughs) they only mumble to each other i was like i can't i can't hear what you guys are saying (laughs) Kristen. yeah Um, yeah that is something too like um the next scene is you know to further emphasize how in sync they are but also how they're not like other people which i'm like this is weird because like i went to high school i'm sure a lot of people who watched twilight at this time went to high school and at some point had to watch romeo and juliet in class yeah were y'all bawling your eyes out? No. <laughs> Nobody cared. Everybody hates Every... Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that's not even the good Shakespeare play. It gets real <laughs> spicy when it gets to the Hamlet unit. Yeah. <laughs> or Othello. Oth- I was gonna say Othello, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we did, in but our like... high school, we did Twelfth Night, Romeo and Juliet, yeah. The Alchemist, and Hamlet. Mm-hmm. I, I read a lot of Shakespeare in middle school too like we started our Shakespeare units in middle school so I've read more than whatever did any was it was I the only one in 10th grade who seriously thought there was a little bit more going on between Caesar and Brutus (laughs) that's because you ship everybody yeah (laughs) I'm just saying like it really hit him when he got betrayed spoiler I guess (laughs) <laughs> no, that's one of my favorite tragedies, though. It's much better than... Yeah. Listen, if we learned anything from art history, if two men, two single men, are very, very good friends, <laughs> means something else. I mean, yeah. Van Gogh. For real. <sighs> okay, okay, back to this. So they're sitting there, and this 
I love this. Like, when I watched this, I was just like, exposition, yay. Everything so, in this is exposition. There's, so there's nothing that moves the plot forward aside from exposition. Yeah. So they, they're they sitting there, and they're like, oh my gosh, like, this is so nothing to me. But I, and people are, just like, weeping, and I'm like, okay, Stephanie Meyer, do you, like, did you miss the boat on, like, the point of... I think there was one person that was weeping. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all like really right. focused. They're like, oh but my her god, what's friends. gonna happen next? Like the teacher yeah. didn't make yeah. them read the play before showing. Which them the they movie. did. <laughs> but they did because it opens with um when Bella wakes up from her dream sequence, she's <laughs> sleeping next to a Romeo and Juliet book, which I hate what? that shot. It looks so weird. I, yeah, no one's I will say like that they that 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 is something if I'm because, like, I might be mixing up the books, but I'm p- positive that they changed it to Romeo and Juliet for the movie. In the books, she was reading, gosh, what's it called? Uh, I want to say, like, not, it's one of those. I want to say it was Wuthering Heights that they, oh. that she was reading. And, like, when they get into class, she was like, I already read the book. And the reason why her friends are weeping and she's not is because her friends are so basic and she's just so not basic. But what I noticed, though, is that they're talking and then Edward immediately dips into some really triggering topic. And he's just like, if you're a human, you can really just off yourself so easily. Yeah. It's really hard if you're a vampire. And then she's like, oh, here's how I would do it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, did you plan this? Of all, Are you okay, Edward? Can I? Here's something else, though. You know, like, granted, it hasn't come to that except like foreshadowing. It will come yeah. up. <laughs> His big plan. Hey, is this a Chekhov's gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, my thing is, uh, like last movie, you got into a bit of a scuffle with some rival vampires. Are you telling me, Edward, that you were just so beloved you couldn't pick a fight with some vampire and just throw it? (laughs) Or uh, the werewolves that live in your town? Yeah. Yeah. Break the treaty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, that's a lot easier, too. Like, you don't even have to search. Like, they are ready to go. Mm hmm. Honestly, you don't even need to break the rules. You could just go, like, look, I've had a good 109 years. It's been real, fam. Let's go. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to say, um, when he's talking about the whatever vampire council. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. This is the one part I can give the movie credit for. They're looking at the painting. That painting transition where it, like, zooms in and they they start moving. That's a really cool transition. When the movie takes it, they do it really well. Yeah. Yeah. When they try. Yeah, when they when they actually like give a rat's patootie. <laughs> okay, so then um birthday party. This is a fun scene. This uh I think my dad actually woke up for this one. This is a good part. Um the scene has also been parodied uh several times. <laughs> Okay, so I what I love most about this scene is how it really just highlights I think everything wrong with this relationship. Oh, um so she's opening a present and she gets a paper cut. How? How do you <laughs> cut yourself on wrapping paper? 
Also, wow, that paper cut was gushing. Yeah. She, she, you know, this is something I will, this is, I meant to bring this up in the last video. Uh, This is ultimately, you know, before we get into what happens at birthday dinner, their relationship for the moment is going to be put on a, a break, I guess we'll call it. But my problem is we don't really ever get to see Edward and Bella really being a couple. Yeah, you know, that's like the whole the whole series. We never really in the movies and the books. We never really dates. get time to just see. I guess that's what was really jarring about this movie. Like they seem so invested in each other, and I'm like, how long have you been dating? Because you seem like you've been dating for like ten years. Yeah. And yeah, but I've never seen anything, so I can't. I. I feel like yeah. between Twilight when you first met him and New Moon, it's been like a week. <laughs> so I can't they even hold hands. Yeah, I think at the most maybe a semester, maybe a semester. So that's like it. That's so. That's another part of their toxic relationship that you you yeah. both are too invested in each other. And how does a century-old vampire get this invested in someone, especially a mortal who he's conflicted about turning. Like, why are you this invested in her already? I don't get it. Yeah. No, you're... It's weird. There's this one scene though, that like, and this is strictly off my memory, but it was like the one time then like, I gave it some credit but I have to take it back immediately (laughs) because it's still just exposition two to the big twist But at one point, Bella, it's, this is in the first book. Someone else was bleeding or whatever, and then Edward, like, needed to step out, so they walk and they're talking. And then she's like, ugh, that's, ugh, I hate the taste of blood. Or something, she says something like that. And then he's like, what? How do you know what blood tastes like? <laughs> and then she says... I don't know, it just tastes like iron or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like literally you probably had that experience before you were turned as well. What? Never, it was such like, a weird thing. your tongue or like scratched or yourself. Like, or like had a tooth pulled, lost a tooth, like when you lose a tooth when you're a kid. Because he grew no. up like at the time of like Spanish influenza, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So like. Like 1917. Yeah, so Lord knows what like medical practice was like back then. They sure weren't being very careful. <laughs> so you've probably tasted blood before. But it, the thing I will say about that is like we got because of all those pages of nothing. We did get a little bit more of just them like sort of kicking around together, you know? It's like having normal conversations instead of these weird dialogue lines like the only thing that can hurt me is you. Uh, okay, so back to this birthday party. She gets this paper cut and immediately, instead of let just licking it off and being like, whoopsie guys, sorry about that. She just looks at it as the blood drops to the carpet and then Jasper, you'll remember he's described by her normie friends as the one who looks like he's in pain all the time. And he's, he's a the new boy. He's the newest Colin. He's he the newest also vegetarian. literally has like no lines this whole movie. No. The Does whole he series. say anything? <laughs> he gets like, one monologue a... and then he like doesn't get any lines. I... Jasper. And that's like, when not his that inconsistent I need... accent really shines. Yeah, through. not. And I really don't need you guys. 
like to do anything more for him because I'm pretty sure he's racist too. <laughs> I think all the Cullens are racist. Yeah. Not Carlisle. Well, he agree. He started the treaty, okay. so he gets a pass. Because right. I have never seen him be rude at all. Not like Alice. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about oh, Alice. Alice. She, the slurs <laughs> right. this woman whipped out, zip zap zap, needed to quit. But anyway, Alex so Cullen then is, Jasper's Alex going to. <laughs> Jasper's going, and then Edward needs to chuck Bella across the room. Literally tosses her into a wall, into <laughs> and glass. And she makes her like that was more. helpful. Yeah, <laughs> good protecting and her. I, I was just, and then when like it when she stands and her arms gushing blood, and Alice and is wasn't, like, "It's okay, it's just blood." And then everyone turns to her, and she's just bleeding. And I was just like, "Okay." I know, we know, especially like when you're reading, you see all the pages that are left in the book, you know it's not going to go that yeah. way. But <laughs> if it just if became it chow time. One book of Bella being the main character, second book, just ten switches. pages in, she gets gobbled up. <laughs> then you're like, well now who's the main character? <laughs> so then next up she has a talk with... Carlisle, because he stitches her up, and she's like, wow, how come you don't want to eat me? And she's like, no, I just I never have. You know, I respect people. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, so, what it comes I down to. In, in the scene where she's, like, gushing blood on the floor, because oh, yeah. she got thrown into a fireplace. Um, right. Didn't she have a cut on her face, too? Or, like, on her head? I don't and know then why, it goes like, to, oh, in this series. Like, she had blood so, on her face. Yeah. In this, in Twilight, there's so much, like, I don't know why they think, but it's like, oh, it's super dramatic if someone's, like, head's bleeding and the blood, like, goes down their forehead. I'm yeah. like, how often do you, like, hit that part of your head? Right. Uh, well, I know she cuts her head later on with the yeah. motorcycle. For the motorcycle. So, yeah, but I don't remember if I thought there was happened. blood on her face, and then it goes to when he's patching her up, and it's just her arm and her yeah. and she's perfectly clean there's like no like blood stain or anything I oh, dress do, you, all that. do you know why they only like put blood like on their hairline because they didn't want to do any like prosthetics to make it seem like there was an open wound on their faces yeah so they're like uh just take like a quart of blood like fake blood dump it on their head all right and we're rolling action go you're injured I mean, even when she's getting her arm patched up it's like <laughs> the inside of her arm so you can't see anything and then yeah. she just has a bandage on it later so you can't <laughs> even though it's assumed that she gets stitches because it looks like carlisle is stitching her up but you know yeah whatever Ooh. they didn't care when so, they made this movie <laughs> like yeah no um, because people ate it up anyway, so it really didn't yeah. matter. <laughs> but <laughs> then, um, you know, she gets a little bit more insight, so, like, Edward believes that he's damned for all time, so he, he couldn't possibly turn her. And then, Bella's like... I don't care. I don't believe yeah. in souls. Yeah. 
But I'm like, so this is, so now the neglect for people, for validating each other's feelings is mutual. Yeah. He doesn't care about your fixation on age, and you don't care about the fact that he literally believes he is cursed and doesn't want, and wouldn't wish that on his worst enemy, let alone the love of his life. Right. So, like, it sounds like y'all need to have a real talk where you say, I see how you feel. But I feel this way. And then he would say, oh, yes, I see what you're saying. I still feel this way. But I do want to continue a relationship with you. So it would appear that this is inevitable. This is how their conversations go. (laughs) Bella says, "Um, I want you to turn me because I'm going to get old and die. And Edward says, no. (laughs) And then Edward says, I don't want you to be (laughs) eternally damned. And Bella says, but I don't believe in that. And Edward says, okay, I'm still not doing it. <laughs> That's it. There's no forward progression. There's no them explaining why they feel this way or, like, any... Every time the conversation comes up, it's the same. Isn't there, like, points yeah. in the conversation, though, where Bella's like, oh, I wish I was a cool vampire like you, but I'm just a wame human. Like, she's like, I'm a loser because I'm a human. I'm like... Bella, shut yeah, she, up. You didn't know about vampires until says, last year. Why do you love me? I'm a human. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like other humans. <laughs> she says that, things like that, but then also it shows just like how dating Edward has basically completely destroyed her self-esteem um at the birthday party they take a picture together when she goes home to put in her album she folds it in half so that, that only, it's just so a picture of edward like, oh. and i, I was didn't like, even understand it, why she did that because she hates herself because she's a human no like and that's literally what the book said like the book goes into some great detail about that scene like it's like a big deal like uh, when she goes, there's this. There's also another scene where before they go into class and talk about the Volturi for 20 minutes, where they're walking into like class, and then Alice is like, "Oh, I'm excited for your like little birthday thing. I didn't want anything from my birthday." She's like, "Oh, right, yeah, of course, whatever." Um, I'm just gonna ignore your wishes. But like, she's just. But then she's just like looking at Alice and how beautiful she is. Like they they do build it up. It's not just the age okay. that Bella is bothered with. She's really like hating herself. Well, the more and more she looks at these beautiful people that she's hanging around all the time, and then she feels that she's so disgusting. In and I feel like the movie kind of goes into that a little bit later, like when Edward leaves and Bella just like, like she put all of herself. It, mm-hmm. The way the movie portrayed it is that she put all of her self-worth into whether guys liked her or not. Whereas mm-hmm. I think the way you're describing how the book explains it is that she was already feeling down about herself, about being around all these beautiful people. And then when Edward leaves, it's like, oh my gosh, I really am not good enough. Um, yeah. And, and like, I don't want it to sound like I'm saying, like, the books are good. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying. How There's the, more the, context the, to it than yeah. the movies. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, okay, so then here's what I don't understand. So after this, she's like, no, like, it's fine. You can't protect me from everything, so you should just turn me. And he's like, no. Next day. Hold on. Before we get to the oh. next day, when he drops Bella off and oh, they're, the like, kissing. mumbling to each other. Yeah, the kissing. Okay. It's and so it, gross. Edward makes a weird face oh. when Bella says, kiss me. He, like, makes this weird face. <laughs> and then That wasn't Edward. That was Robert Pattinson. <laughs> And then yeah. they make so much noise when they kiss. They're like, um, mm. and I'm like, ew, why are you making so much noise? Stop. Uh, you know what? I 
You're right. That we did need to talk about that. Because, like, while I was watching this movie, I was like, what is that? I am uncomfy. What are you doing? It's not even, like, a sloppy, like, lip-smacking noises. They're, like, moaning in the kiss. (laughs) But but I wouldn't even say moaning. It wasn't even, like, not, like, to reenact or whatever. But, you know, like, some movies and stuff, they get, like, they go real ham with the kiss. And it's, like, super unnecessary. But at the same time, it's, like... Okay, like, they love that doesn't other. really look enjoyable, but I definitely see that you two are just, like, in love with this moment, at the very least. That's not the case here. It looks, especially because, like, her, they, their eyes look so pained, and it's not even, like, in, like, it's not even, like, in that beautiful, passionate way where, like, I'm giving all of myself to you in this moment. It's just, like, it's like the actors it's just are weird because they even it. like each other. <laughs> This is, and this is something like, uh, I guess when we talk about the third movie, we'll get into this a bit because I don't think the movies talk about it. But like, in that, if you remember from the first book, whenever they kiss, there is like, when he gets aroused, it kind of like her, her blood is pumping a little faster and stuff. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it isn't enjoyable for him to kiss her really, because he's, it's harder for him to resist eating her. Maybe that's why he made that face. Wait, that I, that maybe. kind of explains, like, the whole, like, we'll get into it more uh, come this video, but, like, <laughs> they put so much emphasis on, like, you can't consummate your marriage with Edward. He's going to kill you. And Bella's like, I don't care. <laughs> is that is that why? Because they're like, Bella, listen, you're going to be all hot and bothered. Your blood's going to be pumping. He's going to be having a real bad time. <laughs> is that why? I don't think anybody cares about how Edward feels. I think they really are just like, well, you're going to be demolished. (laughs) Bella's like, yes, I want this. Do it. (laughs) Do it. You won't. (laughs) Okay. So next day, she comes home or whatever, and he's there. And he's like, come on, let's have a chat in the woods. Everything happens in the woods. Why are there so many scenes in the woods in this movie? It can't be, like, at the kitchen table or, like, (laughs) in the driveway. On the side of the house. In the backyard. Yeah. The point of this talk is, I'm dumping you. It's not safe for us to be together. I have to leave. I can't protect you. Okay, but hold on. He starts off with, um, we have to leave because Carlisle's supposed to be ten years older and people are starting to notice, which they're just now starting to notice. That's kind of weird. But... (laughs) Um, she's like, okay, when are we leaving? And I'm like, how long have you, why are you assuming that you're going with him? Yeah. How long have you been dating? You have been dating for like six months. And you're in high school. You have like another year of school to do. You got a report due next Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Well, that's one thing too that I don't even, they don't really talk about in the movies, but like, Bella literally has absolutely no interest in pursuing an education. (laughs) She doesn't want to finish high school. She doesn't want to go to college. She wants to date Edward. That is all she Bella she has, has no, no aspirations. No aspirations. And, no interests. No goals for the future. And, like, I don't even know if that's, like, uh, an anti-girl thing or what that is. I think is, it's but like, just that her character, her only character trait is that she's in love with Edward. What message is that for young girls, though? So, it was at this point that I first made my note. 
you are very invested in this person. This is not a healthy teen relationship. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> if you are this invested in, like, not even a partner, but, like, another person in your life, you need to take a step back and assess why, like, that's what you're going through at the moment. Yeah. yeah. I, Because, like, okay, all of this aside, he takes her to dump her, and she's not getting the hint, and she starts freaking out. Edward, why didn't you do this where you were? No one was around. You weren't being particularly loud. No one would have heard anything about you being a vampire. But then, and I understand that this is awkward, so it'd be kind of weird to walk her back. Why can't you use your super speed and jump her back into her room and then bounce? I I really love what he says when she's not getting it. She's like, no, I'm coming with you you're coming back or I'm coming with you and he she's not he says <laughs> essentially go on get out of here can't you see I don't want you anymore <laughs> oh no <laughs> no right? it's like no I'm leaving I don't love you Bella and I'm like oh wow you, you're tra- you're really treating this like a a dog <laughs> I guess like when you're yeah. it's like when your cat does something bad and you're like go get out and you're trying to kick them out of the room but they're a cat and they're like no <laughs> except your cat is instead like what <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying <laughs> and so he just bounces he leaves her alone in the woods yep. where she just Gets, where she has a panic attack. Yeah, starts hyperventilating. And... I was, I can she not fake cry? Like, no. can Kristen Stewart not fake cry? Because no. she just sounds like she's in physical pain and is, like, gulping air. <laughs> Have we seen her cry? No. <laughs> I'm really not trying to be one of those people, but, like, that's, that's what happens well, in the like, book. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. I, I'm not, like, I... I know, like, you know, like, all the joke. like, I said this last time, but, like, it really is just, like, how, what happened? No, that's like, interesting. <laughs> it's, like, it's a really, I mean, I perceive it as, like, she was trying to write a panic attack. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what she, that's Sophie happening. Meyer doesn't do her research. But it's just, like, written, like, she's, like, but I don't know why it feels so weird just everything, everything she does is just so weird. Like, what is her concept of, like, how people are? Just, like, I feel like, was Stephanie Meyer homeschooled? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, she I, doesn't, like, grasp at these, like, basic teenager concepts. And it gives me the vibe that, like, she didn't grow up around other teenagers. I think, though, um, that, I mean, I don't know how old she was when she wrote Twilight, but... Um, she feel grown. Yeah, she's a yeah. grown lady. I feel like a lot of, a lot of, adults like almost forget what it's like to be a teenager, and so when they try to write teens, it's like this isn't how teenagers yeah, are like, I don't know, because they're coming I... up at it from an adult perspective, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. why, that's why, um, Bella comes across as like more mature than like an eighteen year old because you're coming at it from an adult perspective trying to write a teenager. I guess that's interesting though, but like. The, and I think to maybe you're right because like to overcompensate they make Bella the most like ridiculously impulsive and just weird per- human being yeah I remember in like conversations that my friend and I have had about Twilight <laughs> my friend hates Twilight probably more than we do and she's like <laughs> she's like listen nothing against the Mormons but Stephanie Meyer uh your your Mormon uh 
upbringing is, is really showing in like your writing like with Bella being like oh like I'm I wouldn't do anything with the boy before marriage or like just how yeah and there's she also is. no drinking or but, smoking yeah I mean well yeah that's the thing too though I mean I don't that was something I always thought was really interesting is that Bella is not saving herself before marriage only Edward Edward. <laughs> Bella is very clear from early on like let's do this thing and he's just like no no i can't i'm old-fashioned <laughs> and she's what? like it's one thing that's interesting too is she's like really annoyed about that she never comes around to it the only like at all and that's that's the one problem with i but think he, making he these... proposes to her in new moon yeah yeah <laughs> that's the ending spoiler that's the ending of the movie they <laughs> bad ending oh can we so, really quick before we like go back to talking to her point what are our thoughts on the wedding ring that he gives her or the engagement ring uh, rather? oh he hasn't given her a ring yet yeah i haven't i haven't seen that yet okay well it's this i think i'm trying to think who it was uh this youtuber named trin she's compared the ring to the epcot circle <laughs> this big mm. golf ball looking ring it's so ugly oh i wonder how many people got that engagement ring oh i hope they did after it. i bet they did oh it's it's mm, i hate it <laughs> so okay that so then charlie has started a search party with Harry. I don't know why Billy isn't in this movie. We don't see Jacob's dad at all, so, like, that was unfortunate, but... Do we not know. see Jacob's dad? In no, one we don't scene? see him at all. Who is it when Bella goes to his house and he's like, Jacob's not here? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I guess I forgot about that. But, like... It's, like, still... one ten-second scene. That's a really weird downgrade, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to like... talk about how... Billy Black is treated in the series and we'll get there when we get there when we start talking about yeah. the racism. Yeah. And, and so, like, okay. ableism for him, rather. And, like, so she was barely coming to and a shirtless man, we find out his name is Sam, is helping her back home while Charlie and the rest of the town are organizing the search party. And nobody asks why Sam isn't wearing a shirt yeah. while he's carrying this teen girl. And it's like not I mean, no shirt weather. I, don't know. I mean I that guess I guess we learned that, that didn't seem odd to me at all, honestly. I guess that we learn we learned that that's normal for them this character, but yeah, it was very wear, jarring. Why for me. do they not wear shirts? Is it just because it's like, oh, so when we become werewolves, it's like less clothing that gets ripped? It's so that you can see their tattoo. I guess. I'm, but you I can guess, wear like a t-shirt with the talking, sleeves cut off. Yeah, like you don't wear a shirt anymore and you have to cut your hair short. You and got a haircut. You, and you I have to wear cutoffs. Yeah, you gotta yeah. wear khaki. <laughs> Which is weird too because like when I was reading the book, it definitely seemed like the shorts stay. But then it was like, oh, I guess they don't. It's such a weird character choice. And, like, and when, like, okay, we have I, we have to wait because it won't make any sense to anybody what I was about to ask. Okay. okay. So, 
she gets saved, and then we do the, like, fun little montage where she sits in a room and the seasons pass. And she's having her little Was it? bad days. I hated that. The spinning camera. That's mm-hmm. another out- I feel like that's another outdated, like- I don't even know what that's called. It's filming technique. Scene transition. Yeah, like the spinning. Oh, I don't like, like it. Like when it's prom and Carrie and you're spinning around and you get motion <laughs> sick. Yeah. Worst part of Carrie I mean, is that in scene. the book it was just four blank pages. Like each page was just had a month on it. Okay, well that's fine. I think that's okay. Yeah. That's a good, um, that's a fine so style I, choice I wanna, for a I book. Have, yeah. I think it, I guess I just, I guess to me it felt like the same deal. One thing too that was, that they try to do with the narration, this book, um, she keeps writing emails to Alice, even though the email doesn't work anymore. Which I think is interesting that she keeps getting failure notices, because like, I have old accounts, but like, I don't think I act, that I I don't use anymore, I don't have the password to them anymore. But I don't think I've actually deactivated yeah. any email address. Um, so they're really fat. I guess they don't sleep. They've got nothing but time. Um, so that's that. Then does the movie they specify that the she's movie doesn't explain emails? how this arrangement came to be? But she makes plans to hang out with Jessica, who will remember from the first movie, who didn't like her from the jump because no. she was like. Basic. Doesn't she? She tells her dad that um, she's going shopping because he's like, "You need help." Like, yeah, he's like, "You're, you're going, going to go see your mom. mom." Yeah, and she's like, "No, yeah. I can't leave Forks," and he's like, "Listen, you've been like, your hair smells. Your room is a little <laughs> bit messy. I understand that. Like this, I understand you're in a depressive rut right now. I get that, <laughs> but I want you to try and like, like try and get out there. You know, like go see your mom. She's probably better at this stuff than I am." You know, I'm a dad and I'm trying my best. But, like, you know, I want you to do better. And Bella's like, no. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm fine, really. I'm having a girl's night. I'm and he's like, you hate girl's you hate, nights. And she's like, hate, no. You it's, hate girls. I, it's good. Oh, yeah, okay. But, like, one thing that I thought was weird. So they show, like, at the school, she's just sitting at the Cullen table alone by herself. <laughs> While her friends and, like, are she's very clearly heartbroken. And, like... Jessica, I get, because Jessica doesn't like Bella. Jessica can't trust Bella as far as she can throw her. So, I get why Jessica wouldn't move over. But the other people, Angela, Mike. The other friends. Other. Yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> they all are, seem pretty ride or die for Bella. So, if you see this, your friend is so heartbroken and sitting by themselves, wouldn't you pick up your tray and be like, hey... You don't need to be alone right now. And then if she does something weird, then you don't need to keep doing that. But, like, you can't do that one time. Like, it would make sense if, like, there was a scene of, like, Bella walking into the lunchroom and all of her friends are, like, sitting at the lunch table and they're like, oh, hey, Bella. Don't even need dialogue. It could just be, like, when the sad music is playing. She walks past and she's got her hood on. She's got her lunch tray and her head's down, her friends are like, oh, Bella, hey, and they're waving and smiling, and she just walks past them and goes and sits by herself, and the friends look uh, at her sad, because they're like, oh, man, our friend is so sad, but, like, obviously she doesn't want to talk to us right now, so we'll give her her space. None of that, because the movie doesn't care (laughs) to show us anything good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... 
let's kind of move along a bit. Um, they go to hang out and with Jessica, and there are these guys. And Hold one on, of the I guys do. You rec- I, sorry, I want to comment comments on. Um, they they go to a movie when they come out of the movie. They're she Jessica says something about like, oh, why do you want to see a zombie movie? Which oh, <laughs> Bella's not like other girls. Oh my God. And I <laughs> unironically, I love Jessica's analysis of zombie movies. Yeah. She's like. I mean, what are they trying to say? Is it a commentary on leprosy? That's not cool. My cousin had leprosy. <laughs> God, and then Jessica. she was like, or is it, is it like saying something about consumerism? It's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. We love Best her. character. She's so Best dialogue yeah. in the movie. I really like Jessica a lot. She was, because she's the only one, like, everyone else for some reason has these weird rose-colored glasses when it comes to Bella, but not Jessica. Yeah, I really... Jessica. I feel like we're not supposed to like her. Yeah. Like, I feel like her purpose in the movie is to be like, ew, this girl well, is really annoying. Because there's a point where she's like, I Bella, will, I get it, you're depressed, but, like, it's bringing me down. <laughs> yeah. I will... After we get through this scene, I'll give some context that the book gives on Jessica that I that made me love her more. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So they go to they're leaving the movie and these guys and one Bella recognizes one as the frat boys from the other one, but now they're a motorcycle club or something. I don't know. Or like she just <laughs> um, remembers the guys who tried to assault her last. I movie, don't remember Edward, if it's like, like actually the and... same boys or if she's just like, oh my god, I remember the last time I was around other men. <laughs> Let me go to these other men. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they're, like, they're garbage, and they're hitting on her really creepily. And she's like, yeah. oh, okay, when does this become a thing? When Bella just becomes this, like, adrenaline rush person? About right now, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, she goes with this strange garbage man when he's like, <laughs> do you want to ride on my motorcycle? He and she's like... She... She's, like, thinking about it, and Edward's ghost, I guess, appears behind <laughs> yeah. the, the strange garbage man, and is like, don't do it, Bella. Bella, and don't then she's do like, it. Yeah. And then she's like, yes, I'll go with you. And then she immediately freaks out on the motorcycle, because they're going too fast. They're going like, maybe. Stop! They're going maybe, like, 40. <laughs> and so no. he stops. So then she um, decides, oh... Every time I do something that gets my adrenaline going, I see Edward's ghost. And I need to <laughs> I see him because yeah. I love Edward, so, I want to make it clear, Edward has become Bella's conscience now. Her morality rises and falls with Edward. See, and but it doesn't because she never listens to <laughs> yeah. him. Because she wants to keep no. seeing him. So, which is like awful, terrible, wow, you need help. Bella. You're seeing hallucinations of your ex- and you want to see more hallucinations of him, so you keep doing <laughs> reckless things. But also, um, your ex, who you're so in love with, is still trying to control you, and he's not even here. It's, yeah, Bella. I mean, it's not the working. Way, but. Yeah, I would like to, yeah, just a one note to that. It's not just that he's saying, like, be safe. He's also, like, being really mean yeah, about turn it. Yeah, he's, like, judgy. Yeah. Her Don't perception... Do it, of dumb idiot Edward, yeah, <laughs> it's real negative. He's like, yeah, dumb broad. Can't you control? Like, 
Yeah, like just walk away. I don't even, just really negative. But the whole time from the walk to the alley to the back of that guy's bike, Jessica is like, what? Uh, yeah because so she's like oh i think i recognize those guys and jessica's like that's great let's keep going <laughs> yeah. and then, was like you stay here teenage girl all by yourself at nighttime with these garbage men and like like they don't really talk about this in the movie but when later on in the movie bella goes to sit at the table jessica gives her a look in the books, they make it really clear that at that moment, Jessica decided she is done with Bella. Eddie, she her. doesn't hang out with her ever again. Anytime there's, like, something happening, like, she finds a way out of it. She genuinely is just over Bella. She's done. That was the most absurd thing in her life. And they also spend a lot more time in the book of Jessica saying, what are you doing? And Bella, I don't remember, she doesn't say this out loud, but in her monologue, she basically says, yeah, things are never going to be the same with me and Jessica again, but I really don't care about her friendship at all. So it doesn't even matter. Wow. <sighs> Jessica deserved it's a better friend. Literally, her only character trait is that she likes Ed- she loves Edward. And she's not like She doesn't girls. care about having other friends. She, she doesn't even care about how she's perceived. Doesn't care about like, her own safety. About, yeah. She's so uh, okay. Edward. She's willing to put herself in danger for him. But getting on the back of a guy, random guy's bike is kind of scary. So I found some old bikes from the junkyard. <laughs> Hello, Jacob Black. Will you help me put them together? Yes, I will, because I'm a nice boy. Yeah, I think she's having a midlife crisis. Yeah. at 18 at 18 and so they you know we get to see them and this is something too that like I don't think we were supposed to notice like or maybe we were and this is just like cause I don't know this has been done to death and I would love to see and I let me figure out how to work this the whole thing it's not a love triangle Jacob never has a prayer he never has a chance with Bella at all. And so, I don't know why people thought he Bella did. just strings so, him along, leads him on. <laughs> so the age thing comes up again, which is interesting. But first it's Bella talking about Jacob's age. He, She asks him for help with the bikes and he goes to grab them and she's like, careful, they're they're heavier than they look. And I'm like, he, he knows what a, a motorcycle is. He's not a baby. <laughs> and then he grabs it. He grabs it and takes it down, and he looks capable. Like, I don't know why you had to gaslight him into thinking he couldn't handle it. And then she he's says... He's not a strong vampire. Wow. You're kind of buff. <laughs> How old are you? 16? And I'm like, what? Why does that matter? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, there's... That was a weird... Then... And then he okay. says... He says, How old are you? 18? You're basically a, or what did he says something about her being really yeah. old, and I'm like, oh, like I hate this conversation. First of all, but it's just hammering home. Like, do you get it? Do you get that she has feelings about her age yet? Are you following yeah, along at it, home, audience? That's yeah, and like uh, this is so after they make. I guess I'll just skip on a bit because I really want to get to like the real meat yeah, of all we're, this okay. we're at the so we're at the, 
Oh yeah, the appetizers right now. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? What? Zach's was saying about Jacob never had a chance. Like he's obviously the rebound. Yeah. Like she's yeah. feeling really bad about herself. She's feeling really bad that Edward's gone, and she's like, for some reason, I feel better around Jacob. I'm like, oh, because you're rebounding with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was something I wanted to say too. Like, cause I get it, but like this, cause all love triangles, and they're never love triangles. It's not really where it's like I really have feelings for you and I really have feelings for you and well, like, they I just, I don't know yeah. yeah it's what it comes down to is it's like here's this super toxic relationship that I want here's this super healthy relationship that I need and that's what it always comes mm-hmm. down to that's all it ever comes down mm-hmm. to and I would love to see some something make it where you choose the relationship that you need and it's not in a way that you're just settling mm-hmm. Right. Because, like, if she doesn't have feelings for Jacob, she can't force that. I get that. But, like, you still don't need to date Edward either. There's a, there's an option of nobody. You could just, like, to but she, There's... We'll probably get into this more later, or there's, like, more context yeah. for it later. But she leads Jacob on so much. Oh, yeah. And, like, what she That's, says... Oh. It's not even, like... Because she doesn't... The things that she says to him aren't, like things that a normal friend would say to a friend like especially when you have only known him for like six months this is something that yeah because i'm about to get to when like one thing i want to make it very clear that in the books bella knows she is leading him on oh she it's not it's not like in up in the air she's like i need Jacob's the only time that I'm not feeling like absolute garbage about Edward. I know that he wants me in a different way than I want him, but if I just ignore it long enough, then we could just keep this going and it'll be cool. But, like, it's not like she... It's not like when he c- says his feelings for her that she's like, oh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. She knew the whole time. She's well, been no slightly better character development than I feel like this yeah. <laughs> I do want to mention just... before we move on that um, Charlie totally ships Bella and Jacob, yeah. and mm-hmm. so therefore Charlie is best dad because because he's yeah, best friends with Jacob's dad, so he's like, oh, think... wouldn't it be great if we were in laws? <laughs> yeah, I do like that he's because especially the way he says it too. It's not like he's saying like outright. He's just like, so hang out with Jacob a lot. You have like a good time when you're hanging out with Jacob, like you seems to like you're not miserable when you're hanging out with him maybe that's a good like sign a positive thing you should like pursue a little more than like yeah he's so know. encouraging and he just wants her to be healthy and happy yeah and bella's like no. yeah i do i really like how charlie's like a really simple man he's just like he doesn't push too hard he just, like, he gives her space, but he likes to remind her, like, by the way, I'm here. If you by the way, I love you, my dad. Yeah. I think that's, like, good. Because it's not like the other, a lot of other teen things, they'll make it, like, the dad who basically wants to be Charlie, but he comes across as just this cold, heartless. And clueless. Yeah. 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 But Charlie is, like, I know I don't know what I'm doing, but, like. I'd like to learn. We can learn together. Like, I don't know. It's I, I really like Charlie. That's yeah. like the one constant of the franchise, really. 
Um, anyway, so they go to test out the motorcycles, and Edward is like, stop, you're being reckless, but like, ghost Edward, and she's like, I don't care. She crashes, and then Ed- then Jacob runs to help her. He takes his shirt off, which is like, weird, <laughs> so unnecessary. She's bleeding <laughs> from her head, and he takes his shirt off to um clean the wound but he doesn't actually clean it he like dabs at it and just spreads the blood around yeah. more like from a first yeah. aid perspective i'm like okay you want like a clean piece of cloth or like something yeah. to hold on the not wound sweaty. so you <laughs> not sweaty but and the purpose of it is to like you cover up the wound and you apply pressure to it and you have that piece bleeding. of clothing uh between you and your hand as a barrier so you're not transferring the germs from your hand into the wound uh, not to, like, spread it around like a Bob Ross painting. <laughs> like, like, Jacob's doing. Yeah, and then, oh, but I guess the one thing I will bring up from this scene is that, um, Bella immediately says, like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So and funny. he says, what? You're apologizing for bleeding? <laughs> yeah, that is was... blood, Bella? Like, oh, that was actually <laughs> get it. kind of clever, I guess. The reason I just wanted to briefly mention that scene is just because, like, one, Bella leads him on because she says, you're kind of beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, Which is like, such a weird thing to say. I love what Jacob normal, says. It's a normal platonic thing to say. Like, granted, this is, I love when, I, when I'm hyping up my friends, I, like, go ham. I'm like, oh, look at you. Look, it's so pretty. Oh, my God. Like, you do it like that, right? But I don't look at my friends and go, wow, you're kind of beautiful. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. That's I mean, and like she stops and she stares and she really like she takes in takes she takes Jacob in and she like lingers at he because he even says like I love what Jacob says because it's exactly what I was thinking. Um, how hard did you hit your head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but then the fact that she apologizes for bleeding, that's another ding on the this is an unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. you shouldn't apologize <laughs> i mean but it, it's unhealthy but it also makes sense because they're vampires and like, oh i'm bleeding yeah, i'm sorry but like okay but the fact that they're vampires like i'm not trying to monster shame or <laughs> like anything, bella does like, later in the movie uh yeah but like when she was at that like there was a moment where Everyone but Carlisle basically was eyeing her down, ready to munch. That's not a normal environment. That's not cool. <laughs> Don't put yourself in an unsafe environment. Yeah, that's, yeah, anyway. Unless you're um, trying then... to see the ghost of Edward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so then, um... Jay, uh, Mike invites Bella out on a date, and he blows his chances with no, He had yeah. none. I think it's real cute that he, for some reason he continues to think Why he does. Why does every boy but Bella continues. Bella? But Bella continues like, to lead on other guys. Because she knows. Yeah, I, yeah, she does know, and like, she's she's not even amused with his crush on her. I mean, like, was she's I guess at least he's like, let's go see a rom-com. And she's like, Absolutely no, not. let's go see the one with guns and adrenaline because I'm not like other girls. Yeah. Um, and then she immediately invites other people. Yeah, so, so it's I guess, very... I don't know. Maybe that's less of leading him on because 
Yeah, so, I don't... Group thing, but... Yeah. yeah, Mike doesn't need any help. Mike's leading himself on on that <laughs> yeah. front. So, they go on... The, she invites Jacob, which I'm like... And then everybody else bailed. Probably because Jessica was like, look, Bella's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you're, yeah. Right, you're right. So well, the <laughs> other guy, I don't know the other friend's name, but he already was kind of over her. Because when she sat at the lunch table... He was just like, eh, and was like into his own girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, yeah, at one point they kind of make it, because like, you know, in case it wasn't clear, Jessica and Mike broke up, like almost immediately after prom or something like that. And I don't remember if this happened or not, like if this was just her speculating or if this was just kind of the vibe, but like, it's not like they're dumb. The second she started dating the Cullens, she dropped them. Right. And they didn't see her again. Exactly. So, like, yeah, they all that... looked pretty uncomfortable when she came to sit down at their table. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing here? Um, Except so... for Mike. Yeah, because <laughs> he still yeah. loves her. So, so then they go to this, and then, you know, Bella and Jacob are hanging out. And this so... is something, I don't know, did you guys notice how they were seated? <laughs> Yeah, Bill in the was, theater, like, right in the middle mm-hmm. of them, <laughs> and their hands were open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ready. That made me—I don't know if you guys remember, but this reminds me of a very special episode of As Told by Ginger, oh, yeah. <laughs> where you know what I'm talking about. Okay, um, just I love the idea that 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 happened. I really thought there was going to be a jump scare. She would grab both of their hands like Ginger did. No. <laughs> Nothing fun. There was like, no Courtney there to get really annoyed with nothing her. Nothing quirky or fun in a Twilight movie ever. No Miranda. So, sorry, I don't remember Courtney. when I wrote this note, but I wrote, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is the love triangle." <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Jacob. The audience so at home, are you catching on? <laughs> also, I do like just how basically the moral of the story, like, Bella has a type. Like, if you're not a monster, you need to see yeah, yourself leave. out. And they really do a good job of making humans, like, they, they shame don't do They make Mike. They shame humans so much. They make Mike such yeah. a Yeah. So Mike... Mike gets a little queasy at the movie. It was a little bit more gory than he expected it He's to be. And he goes to stomach. throw up. Which I don't and know. Jake... I don't know if that was shaming humans or like shaming, um, not traditionally masculine boys. Because I feel like that's what it was. I because he wanted like to was... see a rom com, and Bella was like, "No, let's go see this action movie." And then he couldn't handle the action in it. Yeah, I'm. I. Saying it could be both. You really just uh, dunk just, on Mike. Like, given no what reason. the story is, I think they're most. They're shaming everybody, but a double for Mike because he's also a little girly <laughs> boy, and that's a bad. Human. He's I scared. <laughs> but the, this is my favorite part of the movie because, well, first it starts off with Jacob thinks that they're dating. <laughs> just grabs which, like, her hand. Why yeah, and then she takes, she, like, slips it out. The and way that he like, reacts to that is hilarious. <sighs> he was like, uh. <laughs> And he's like, what, I can't hold your hand? And she's like, yeah, you can. And it's like, well, but you can? I'm not holding what? your hand right now. He's like, wait, Are I you can't sure? hold so, your hand. This is the date. So then, and she's like, I just think it means something different to you than it does to me. And I'm like, what? Whose hand are you holding platonically, Bella? What are you talking about? Yeah, it was Who at this just... point that 
I decided that I liked Jacob because he was like the mm-hmm. only normal character in a teen romance. Yeah. But he should stay away from Bella. Yeah. If Jacob stayed away from Bella from this point on, I think yeah. he would have been a much better character because he really like yeah. takes a downward spiral as the movies continue and it really just yeah, takes no, it really sure. takes a nose I mean, dive even by breaking dawn part one. Even as this movie continues, he becomes a worse character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, look, before we leave the movie theater, so Mike, so they have this talk where he's like, okay, but, like, you know, we did all this stuff together, you think I'm kind of beautiful, you like me, like, what? what's the issue? And then he's like, I'm not gonna give up on you, not now, not ever, blah, blah, blah. Mike comes out, and, like, Jacob, this is one thing they don't really explain. They never spend any time on this stuff. But, you know, obviously, in case you didn't know, like we've said before, he's going to be a werewolf. And this is the start of the, like, the, the symptoms are coming on. Yeah. yeah. But it's more than that. So, okay, Mike comes out in the movie. And he is... I like... This really sounds like I like the books. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, these are missed opportunities. Yeah. That if you're going to insist on doing this, you would should. You, would you consider... So, the books ranking higher than the movies. I mean, that's like kind of a tough question because like, I feel like at this point, just be, they're really woven in together for me. Okay. Where I, I don't separate them. You can't separate them. Okay. Yeah. Because when Um, you, I obviously couldn't get through the first book. Yeah. So. (laughs) Right. But when you tell me, like, the additional context, which, of course, every book, every movie that's based on a book, the book is going to have additional context. Right. Um, I'm like, wow, that would have been so much better in the movie. Yeah, I'm, it's really, like, so, it's, I think, but I guess why this frustrates me, it's not even because the book is so much better, it's just because, like, they're just so insistent on everything looking so good all the time. Mm-hmm. So here's what happens. So, like, in the movie. Mike comes out, and Jacob's already getting frustrated because of this nonsense with Bella. And then um, Mike comes out, and he's like, ooh, I think I've got to call it a night. Like, I don't feel well. And then he's like, what? You don't feel well? Maybe you need to go to the hospital. Why don't I put you (laughs) in the hospital? Really, like, hyper aggressive. Like, out of nowhere. Whoa, Jacob. Whoa. Simmer down. But then... Bella says in the movie, she's like, oh, wow, you feel really hot. But it's not just that. Like, he starts getting, like, super sweaty. He looks, like, violently ill. Mm -hmm. Like, like, really quick that she's like, what? And he's like, I gotta go. And he runs away. Which, like, but the way that they describe him being, like, it's not, like, a pretty transformation. It's like, I wouldn't trade spots with you, sir. So, now he's a vampire. Now, here's something else we didn't really touch on. Oh, he's a werewolf down, sorry. Hold on, I don't remember that part of the movie. (laughs) He's both. Oh, wait, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Earlier, what, you know, we saw Sam, he was shirtless, he saved Bella. Another scene later, we, uh, Bella and Jacob are driving, and they see Sam and some other boys doing some extreme oh, cliff they're diving. Extreme. And they're, okay, but this is this, this is, is how the oh. scene goes, though. They're like, uh-huh. it's Sam with a bunch of other boys, and they're trying to throw someone off the cliff. <laughs> 
And mm-hmm. Bella's like, oh my god, we have to get over there. And Jacob says, don't worry, they're not really fighting. They're just cliff diving. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that's the thing, too. That, and, like, I mean, I really feel bad to keep, that I keep doing this. But, like, Jacob in the movie keeps referring to them before the shift as... The cult. As a cult. The Sam and his mm, cult. Yeah. Which is a bigger deal in the book. Like, we get to know Jacob and his feelings. And he's like, because his problem... Okay, you know the other two little werewolf boys that we meet along yeah, the way? Yeah, little babies. Little baby boys. Yeah. Those were Jacob's two best friends. And then all of a sudden, they cut their hair and stopped talking to him. So he was feeling lonely around the same time that Bella asked him to make the motorcycle. Well, gee, it would have been nice oh. if the movie specified so that. So that's something. That's why he thinks it's a cult. But the way it comes across in the movie, it's like Jacob just that has some real severe internalized yeah. depression towards his culture for some reason. <laughs> it's like, yeah. or like there's this, or I was kind of seeing it as like this fringe thing that was happening in the tribe and it was like actually like maybe a cult <laughs> yeah. or like a gang or something yeah they didn't yeah. explain that very well at all like if they if they yeah, had no. like paid just a little bit more attention to like caring about the movie and they, they could did have, something they like could that. have taken out they could have taken out one conversation about age between Bella and Jacob and added in like a few lines about him saying, yeah, yeah hey, where are your friends? My best friends don't hang out with me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, yeah. It didn't even need to take away from the scene. Just like Bella's like, oh, where are your friends? And he's like, there was Sam now. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And like, so there's that. And like, so that's why when they get to the cliff diving thing, he's like, no, like, that's a whole thing. And like, at one point, and like, here's the thing, too, that we don't talk about in the movie, because like, why would we do anything that would potentially esteem Jacob? <laughs> Sam is the alpha of the pack. But technically, once Jacob undergoes this, he is supposed to be the alpha because he is Billy's mm-hmm. son. And Billy used to be the alpha before mm. he learned to stop shifting so that he could age with his, start aging with his wife. Basically. Okay, really, really quick though. I'm not, can you confirm yes. or deny this? Um, does Billy not get fun werewolf powers because he is somebody who uses a wheelchair? No, he used to be a, well, I think, no, I, because what they say, and I don't know if this is why he's in the wheelchair or what, but basically, he used to be a werewolf, he used to be the alpha of the pack, but at a certain point, because, like, you know, transforming isn't the full moon, it's linked with your Mm -hmm. rage, so he learned to control himself and stop transforming yeah yeah, he learned he controlled the beast he's always angry and then he started aging naturally and i think just now he's in a wheelchair like because of other stuff that happened is what i think it is um but yeah no it's a young man's game being a werewolf (laughs) no old people Um, can be werewolves yeah we're ages yeah only nice little spring chickens in this wolf pack you heard Bella. So <laughs> she figures it out. Well, she doesn't. It's so spoon-fed to her. And this is this is something that still boggles my mind. And it's like, there's no way you could say this isn't supposed to be racist. Bella insists, after seeing what wolves can do, 
time and time again, man, Jacob, that you can't, even though you have supernatural abilities of your own, there's no way you could possibly take a vampire. Yes! Oh my gosh! The gaslighting yeah. of this child. I'm like, what? Bella, he's okay. a whole and then he's, There's. I do like, though, that Jacob does not tolerate any of her mess. He's like, yeah, that's true. well, we took care of that one that real quick, Bella, so, like, it's really insulting that you think that we can't mm-hmm. handle it or whatever Well, so, at some about. point he says, like, when Bella's, like, gaslighting him about, like, why can you just, like, not be a werewolf? He's like, oh, am I the wrong type of monster for you then? I'm like, yes, yeah. Jacob, tell her. <laughs> Call her out. So, this really bothered me, too. Um, when he, like, disappears for a little bit and he she's leaving him messages and he's not responding and then he just like shows up at her house but then leaves Mm -hmm. and she's running after him or no she he's just walking by and she runs after him and she's like you cut your hair off and got a tattoo and it sounds so accusatory and i'm like yeah wow that was really rude you haven't seen your friend for days and you're just gonna be like you you cut your hair off and got a tattoo like and this is and like this is something else like when he was talking but like and this and it doesn't really paint bella no same in a good light because like she doesn't really even take the time to like learn it or understand anything but Jacob does explain that, like, he loves his hair, and he feels like it's part of, like, who mm-hmm. he is mm-hmm. and stuff, so he doesn't like, and, like, his friends, they, we all had hair yeah. like this, but now, like, everything's changing, and, like, it's scary and stuff, but, like, he's really, that's one thing about, as this goes on, Jacob's really adamant about everything, like, I would never do this, I would never do that, and then he continues to do all of those things, because he, you know, that's just how it goes i just like so i feel like we're gonna start shifting the conversation to like the racism (laughs) but like i am i the only one who's like a little uncomfy with like the notion of like oh he cut his hair because in a lot of like indigenous culture hair is sacred um, and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. oh, I cut it off. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I like that, that or not. It did make me uncomfortable, but what I think what made me even more uncomfortable is, like, you don't... You... Commenting on it is fine. Mm-hmm. Especially when he, like, told you, like, I love that his hair. hair is part yeah. of his identity. But the way... And I don't... Obviously, I don't know what, like, direction <laughs> Kristen Stewart got for this line or whatever, but she said it in such an instead of like a oh my gosh you cut off your hair like shocked she sounded accusatory you cut your hair like he did she puts her hand on his hair and squeezes it like look at this like look at you like this isn't you kind of thing you cut your hair so that's what Um, you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness monster (laughs) (laughs) they yeah just so they yeah let's just talk because here's the rest like before we're gonna spend a lot the most of the movie we're spending with the werewolves yeah. now so we could just talk mm-hmm. about it now and like the last 20 minutes it's of the movie vampire, are just we, so, so boring. there's be- so before yes. um we go into because we're gonna talk about like <laughs> her gaslighting mm-hmm. and saying that and but there's a scene with um yeah, L- laurent is that his yeah. name oh yes laurent, in between yes. um i'll take where that i don't coming up. <laughs> Is she in the woods with a backpack? I can't remember because I, I just have a note. I believe I believe so. I just yes. have a note that says "Cool Jan Sport." Thanks. It's brown, <laughs> like my favorite <laughs> color because I'm Bella Swan. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Laurent attacks her in the woods. 
and why and, does he do um, that? I just, I don't. He's because Victoria he knows that the colons are gone. I don't know. And so he's like, yeah, Victoria told him oh. to send a message, like, no, and Edward shows up him. again. Edward shows up again, his ghost ghost self, and mm-hmm. um, she, he because Laurent says, "Oh, where are your friends, the Collins?" And um, oh, Edward yeah. shows up and says, "Lie," and then she's like, "They're here. They, they're here." Yeah, and then lie, lie better. better. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> shut up, fair. Edward. If you really <laughs> cared about Bella's safety, you'd be here right now, actually protecting but- her. <laughs> So this will help us, like, segue, I think, into um, the yikes stuff. The, the topic, yeah. <laughs> um, Laurent's skin tone keeps changing, to- like, tones yeah. between shots. So I have this. By the end of the scene, he looks a completely different hue. <laughs> and it changes. Like, when he first shows up, he looks pretty ashy. And then um, he he'll look, like... his skin tone the actor's skin tone Mm -hmm. and then another shot he'll look like slightly paler and it's just it keeps changing and it's not a lighting thing it's like very clearly just not and i so i don't think we talked about this on recording last time but we talked about it um before about Mm -hmm. um stephanie meyer's uh lore behind a vampire's skin um that may not be which true. I have I ha- well I have a paragraph from the Twilight Saga fandom wiki um, and it says a vampire skin is described as chalky alabaster or marble um, because of its texture and feel as well as its appearance regardless of original ethnicity a vampire skin will be exceptionally pale the hue varies slightly with darker skinned humans having a barely discernible olive tone to their vampire skin. Now, even with that sentence, Laurent's skin, skin tone was not barely discernible yeah. olive tone. It was still very much darker, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that they tried to lighten yeah. it, I feel like is yucky. Yeah. It's very yucky. So yeah, never mind. Yeah, I don't I take mean, back well, then... my statement I said in the last recording. So, and then <laughs> the, we... one of the reasons they give is that they no longer, which this makes no sense. <laughs> um, they owe their unnatural pale complexion to their lack of blood flow. Once they reach the first anniversary of their transformation, they no longer possess blood of their own. Melanin but doesn't that's not come from how blood. pigment works. <laughs> that's, not... that's not how pigment works at all. And then, it, well, and then it says the ven- when the venom spreads, it also leaches pigment in the skin. So after the transformation is complete, the vampire loses nearly all its skin color, as well as any moles, freckles, scars, tattoos, or any, or any other part of the skin with pigment from their human life. Which scars? That's not pigment that's scar tissue but vampires have immaculate skin rogue they're perfect (laughs) anyway that's so that's what it says on dumb and bad and then i will and then i'll add this note um before we started recording i found this article um from bet where it was an interview with the director Catherine hardwick spilling all it says spilling all the tea about author stephanie meyer and she would not let them cast anyone black unless they were a villain that is so and if you think about the movie there's laurent who's one of the bad vampires but also 
Like, the way that he's even portrayed in the first movie, he's not even, like, a good villain. They still give that role to a white actor. But Ron's the wishy-washy one who's like, I'm only out for myself. I can't hang with these two because this isn't my fight. Bye, I'm a bounce. But now that the coast is clear, now I'm going to try and swoop in and eat Bella. Also, the other only black guy I can remember is Tyler, who almost hit Bella with his car. So... What? Liar, what are you doing? You got yeah. some explaining to do. This is pretty gross. Yeah. So, okay. Now, I don't like the portrayal of Native Americans in Twilight. Um, I'm not, like, super informed on anything, but I don't think I would appreciate any minority being portrayed this way. Yeah. So the first uh, relationship we see is between, is Sam and his girlfriend, Emily. And she has a scar. Oh. Across her face. I just, I want to say, this has nothing to do with, like, ethnicity, but when they walk in... They say, um, don't stare. Sam doesn't like it when you stare. And then she turns and it reveals a scar. And I'm like, you really have to be told not to stare. Like, have you never seen a person with a visible scar? Apparently I I think, like, a more believable, a more accurate to real life thing to say would be, like, don't ask. Like, don't, don't bring it up. You know? Yeah, Bella's just not like uh, other girls. No, I and think you're right. Understand common and like, I think they get into like the story about all this in Eclipse, but like Sam's the reason she has yeah. that. They scar. they mention it. It's like one line. Oh, they do. Yeah. J- okay. Jacob mentions um, like, one line. Lost okay. control one night. Yeah. Okay. So they did mention it here. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the first, the really only werewolf couple we see has a domestic. Violence. Violence yeah. case. Yeah. And then... Like, granted, and, like, they they say, like, you know, he didn't mean it, like, they're good now. But, like, also, the, there's the whole imprinting thing. He imprinted on Emily. She... They're kind of stuck with each other. So, whether she loves him or not, he's stuck on her, and he apparently has the power to inflict this kind of damage with her. And, like, scarred her for life, and she's stuck, and, like, there's too many weird things going on there that that's kind of messy, and I don't know why we needed to add that in there. Like, Emily makes me extra, extra uncomfy um, as, like, an indigenous woman character, because if we're looking Mm -hmm. at, like, real-life indigenous women they are at a higher risk of domestic violence. And I'm like, "Mm, Stephanie Meyer, did we need to do this this way? Did we have to? Was this so important to the plot? She's not shedding light on any issues. She's just like, wouldn't it be cool if he just gave her a scar? And then even when Jacob is explaining it, um, explaining how she got the scar, he says, um, you know, he lost his temper and she was a little too close which like yikes Ooh, we love victim blaming um and then yeah and then he says what if that happens to you like what if i do that to you 
And I'm like, oh, yikes. So it really is just like a anyone is going to do it if they get too mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't a character what? trait. This is a species a trait. Racial I guess. Yeah, and like, I mean, like, let's, I mean, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm just thinking. Like, there, when the colonies were around and stuff, the lore was Native Americans are savages. We need to cultivate this land and make it we need to the proper ways them. And We all need that. to teach them better. Because they, yeah, they so don't know any so. better, but we, the stinky Europeans, um, we know better. <laughs> so, so, not perpetrating. So, portraying Native Americans as these people with rage issues who form into literal bees. Well, so that's uh, a little... I think Karina probably has more context for this, but I think yeah. there is, like, legends that this tribe originated from wolves. Yeah, let me um, go on the, And then also, the I don't know, part. there's some Native American cultures that have, like, skinwalkers mm -hmm. as, like, um, you know. Yeah, I, I don't even think that that's bad in and of itself, but I do think it's bad in this work because it doesn't seem like Stephanie Meyer really cared. It definitely doesn't that. seem like so she did like, really any research, except for maybe she saw, like, oh, that's cool, this one tribe originated from wolves. Like, oh, great, wow, we love yeah. that. Like, we mentioned- Let's make them werewolves. Yeah, we mentioned it in, um, the Twilight video, Card in the Corner, like, pretty briefly, <laughs> that, like, Kuliets are a real-life Native American tribe. There are real-life Kuliet people who exist today. So yes. imagine you're one of these kids and you're like, oh, finally some like representation of me, like my history, my culture, all of this. And you watch Twilight and you're like, I don't know if I like this. This makes me feel kind of bad. Like just no, so no tact, no like, she didn't care to actually like, oh, let me like actually understand this culture. And he- Here's an instance of that, like, a very, um, because we can, we don't know for a fact that she didn't do any research, but I guess here's an, uh, an example where she definitely didn't do research, because mm -hmm. it took me, like, uh, 30 seconds to Google yeah. it and find out that it wasn't true. Um, <laughs> Bella has been having night terrors since Edward left, mm -hmm. um, and about, I guess she has PTSD, that's definitely what it seems like, and it's kind of scary to watch but um yeah. somehow jacob finds out that she's having night terrors i don't remember how that goes exactly but he gives her a dream catcher which wow that is <laughs> that's a big uh, <laughs> yeah that's something that's been um ascribed to just all native american people oh they use dream catchers no. um when that's not true. Yeah. Dreamcatchers are it like was... originally from like Ojibwe people and other yes. tribes have like adopted them through like trading and like to show respect and like Ojibwe people are from like southeastern Canada and they stretch like to Saskatchewan. Um nowhere near Washington state. <laughs> and they've been dreamcatchers have been a very like <laughs> misappropriated yeah. in North American culture. Um, even to the to the extent that dream, like Dreamcatcher isn't their original name, it was um, the word was for spiderweb, 
I think the original like Native American um, Ojibwa word was um, spiderweb, and it was used. It wasn't even used specifically for dreams. Yeah, it was just to like charm. catch. Yeah, it was to catch. It was a charm for catching just bad things. Yeah, and people like put them in their cars, which like mm-hmm. no, like my yeah. understanding is that like. Dreamcatchers were also like for babies. <laughs> yeah, they would put them in their yeah. cradles. So, like, if you're putting so, it in your car, it's like putting a pacifier on your 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 mirror. And obviously, I mean, and the meaning has changed. Um, some there have been some uh, school shooting victims that have started using the symbol as like a a symbol of mm-hmm. hope. Um, but, yeah, just ascribing a dream catcher to a person who is Native American is... <laughs> it's, is it's the same yucky. when, like, it's the same when, like, you're ascribing, like, a war bonnet or, like, a, a headdress to all Native right. American or all Indigenous peoples. When a lot of tribes, or, like, in Canada we call them bands, a lot of them don't use that. Like, Mi'kmaq, for example, like, they don't use that because they're more, like that's not their thing so right like there's nothing wrong with representation there's nothing wrong with like pulling from real life to use in your media or your stories but you need to be very careful with how you do it you need to make sure you're being respectful you need to make sure that it's your space to tell this type of story and you need to make sure that you're doing it accurately stephanie meyer did not do that (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I will say, like, just about, like, the dangers of not being careful, because, like, until you guys brought this up, I hadn't really thought about it, but I guess I did just kind of assume that Dreamcatchers were just, like, a Native American thing, so this definitely perpetuated some misinformation. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and that's like, not on you to, that's I not on you to feel twice bad, about it. because, like... <laughs> It is important to educate yourself, but again, like, if you don't know something because of the media that you consume... It's not entirely your fault. It's like it's the fault on that media for misrepresenting th- this culture. So let's bring this around to a positive. Yeah. I did while I was doing this research about the dream catchers, and of course I um, typed in the. Uh, I'm so I keep on forgetting how to pronounce the tribe. <laughs> Kuliet. Yes, the Kuliet English um, pronunciation. I typed in Kuliet Dreamcatcher, and of course, something about New Moon came yeah. up. Um, <laughs> so I, I found this article saying that the um, lady who made the Dreamcatcher for the movie is uh, Native American. I don't know what tribe she comes from. I forgot. And she makes she makes Dreamcatchers, and since that one appeared in the movie, she's gotten a ton of business. Yay. So that's pretty cool. Everyone yeah, support, support indigenous businesses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, now um, we're back to talking about the movie. <laughs> so, okay. Um, Bella shames Jacob, you know, like Karina mentioned, like, you're, you know, but they don't kill people. And yes, he they says, do. Well, we wouldn't touch your dumb, precious baby Colin people. But we do hunt vampires, and we're trying to protect you guys and all of Forks from the wild vampires that are killing everybody. 
she immediately assumed that these werewolves were the reason that all these deaths were happening. When she knows she's come into contact with the dangerous vampires. Well, the only thing I have to say about that is they kind of did, they were like, oh, it's a bear, it was a bear attack. So then she sees these giant wolves. I mean, she doesn't know that they're werewolves when she first sees them. But they look like wolves. And then she, she tells her, um dad it's not bears it's wolves they're huge they're taller than people <laughs> and he gets um, a shotgun so and he's like all right let's i go think hunting. If, i think if you have that context in your head that it's a bear attack you're not thinking i don't know though i don't know what vampire attacks look like i guess i don't know well, she knows it's vampires weird because like you yeah. know jacob that's true yeah, you know his no, I did. I did. I think I did write a note about how it was a w- weird of her to jump to conclusions, um, especially especially because you are telling someone of this culture, um, your people are killing people, and he. It's like, excuse like, me. Pardon? I think I would know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like also rude. But like also she, but she doesn't even paint it in a light like, oh, pardon me, Jacob, you must not understand. They're killing people. Or I think I know they you're are. not like that. But she, but instead she's like, well, no, it's different. Vampires are okay because they're not eating people like Which, you are. Yes, they are, she's Bella. Really they are eating people. Quick to just jump down his throat all the time. Yeah, I think, and it's like she, she want. I don't know. She wants this power dynamic that she doesn't have with Edward, with Jacob. Like, she wants to be the one with the power, so she's, like, gaslighting him. She wears the pants. She's, she's, yeah, she's jumping to these conclusions and telling him that he's bad and his people are bad. Well, he's not bad, but that his people are bad. He's not like other Kuliets. Werewolves. Oh. (laughs) She, yeah, she definitely... Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of how she treats Jacob. Because it's, one, he's supposed to be your friend. The one consistent thing in the book, even though she makes it very clear, I'm not romantically interested in him at all. But she does talk about how he's a great friend, how she feels like she can breathe again when they're hanging out and stuff. But the fact that she's just super cool with giving all that up, at every chance she gets, pretty much. I mean, like then. Oh. Oh, I was yeah. just gonna say, like it's, it's even though she doesn't explicitly say it or like really, even portray it <laughs> in the movie. It's very clear that as soon because she does narrate, she's constantly narrating to Alice in these emails that aren't getting sent. Um, it's very obvious that as soon as she has the chance to go back to Jake or go back to Edward, she's going mm-hmm. to. So, yeah, it's just every time she's like, um, "I won't let you lose yourself. I'll I'll be there to stop you." I'm like, no, you yeah. won't. What are you doing? You're gonna ditch him as soon. Yeah, because like back. when she was like, "We can run away together and stuff," and I'm like, "Whatever." Yeah, that you do You're that for me. I do. I. I'd do anything for you. No, you wouldn't. You're a liar. Why are you saying these things? So, Bella, she goes cliff diving, and then Jacob saves her. Because she's a She needs that adrenaline rush so she can see Ghost Edward again. And, like, and 
but here's that's like I want to talk about how like that's not even like a big deal in the movie I don't think that just sort of happens and then it's just a good catalyst for the last bit of the movie the last stretch now we get to talk about what I've been like chomping at the bit <laughs> to talk about since I saw this scene again it's time to cancel yeah. Alice because <laughs> oh my goodness she comes in to the thing and she's like Bella how are you alive I saw you jump off a cliff first like Bella what Alice you guys left. I've been trying to contact you. You don't get to care about me now. Y'all up and okay, left. Wait. So, but whatever. Then Jacob well, comes before you, in. Before you say that, this is just... So Alice sees the future. And mm-hmm. she she shows up, like, after Bella jumps off the cliff. She, You'd think that if she could see, see the future, she would have showed up beforehand and been like... Yeah, because she did that with yeah, Edward. She would have been like, Bella... Mm-hmm. I, you're gonna jump off a cliff. What's wrong? <laughs> I also like yeah. that um, Bella says, "No, I was just cliff jumping for fun, for fun." And I was like, "Yeah, I was cliff jumping, fully clothed yeah. for yeah. fun, and like did it really <laughs> dramatically for fun." And somehow yeah. I don't, I still don't understand how she she like knocked herself out. Well, like they added well, that sound so- in the in the in post where it sounded like she hit her head against the rock but she was like scrambling away from victoria and then just like knocked herself out she like was backing up and wasn't watching where she was going so she hit her head against the wall i still don't think she would have gotten knocked out she would have she could have hit it that hard yeah i don't think so either but i think that's like what i'm supposed to be i maybe would have accepted it if it like somehow showed the tide like pushing her against the rock but it didn't she just backed up into the rock and then she anyway. drowned yeah so jacob comes in and he's like sorry like i you know i just wanted to make sure you're okay and everything and also the whole time they have really like he's really protective of her but like in a healthy way i want like he's not I mean, he does dumb things, but I do feel like it's worth noting he's 16 yeah. and right. trying his best. He's so, like, it's not like I really need them to get together at all, honestly, especially since Bella's so mean to him. I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's doing... That's You know what? I just realized this is a weird dynamic. So you have an 18-year-old and a 109-year-old and a 16-year-old. This is the dream what a, love Can they all just be right the here. same age? Can they all just be 19? I... So, it's this is cool that you gave me the extra context about how the book is like she doesn't care about Jacob. Um, because mm-hmm. this is where I put, is this supposed to be a love triangle? Bella literally only cares about Jacob to make herself feel better. Yeah. So, like, so I guess I was right. Yeah, she really, it's so weird, because even in Eclipse, this goes on. Like, we're not, we're not done with this dynamic, either. I don't know why there was, like, even a Team Edward, Team Jacob debate then, because obviously well, the character it's... had made up her mind. Well, it's just, you know, it just depends on, like, what you're into. Like, people who are Team Jacob realize that you can have a healthy relationship with him. I guess, but, like... That's... So, it's not so much that, like... She doesn't deserve him, though. (laughs) 
No, she does. That is one thing. I think everyone can agree they all hate Bella pretty much. I don't, I don't think I don't I've know. actually really heard anybody who's like, I love Bella. I, well, I haven't really heard any opinions on Bella. Like, I think when I was in middle school and the books were first becoming popular, some of my friends talked about not her character so much, just like that she was there and theories about like the co- the book covers i don't know and yeah i don't i she just has no agency i think it's supposed to be cuz it's like oh now you can self insert yourself into the story cuz she's so bland and boring <laughs> she's and so, so <laughs> derivative she's just of so static yeah this is like the um the x yeah. reader <laughs> stories that you read yeah Yep. Say it Y slash N. Say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) So then Jacob comes in, he's trying to check on her, and then Alice is like, Ugh. Oh, before that, she's like, It smells like wet dog in here. Yeah, she's like, What's that awful wet dog smell? Stinky in here. Like, and then he comes, and then, and then she literally, then Alice is like, look, give us a minute, and then Bella tells Alice, give us a minute, and then Alice says, fine, I'll wait till you let the dog like, out. stop! He is a person, he is a human God. being, Alice. So, like, there's no way, and, like, I get it. Here's the thing, though. The problem is it's not equal. Yeah. So, like, I could see the argument, like, you know, werewolves and vampires are always going at it. Like, if Jacob okay, was like, oh, show me a werewolf being rude and saying derogatory things. Also, the werewolves are consistently just saying, don't murder yeah. people and we good. Like, the, the quote unquote, <laughs> like, slur for vampires are the cold ones, which is like, that sounds like a nothing. fantasy villain. It's it's not at all dehumanized. They are cold. Like I don't. That straight up sounds like a villain in the D and D campaign that Bob and I are in. (laughs) And it's like it's supposed to be like a dichotomy because werewolves are warm, as we heard from a line earlier when Bella's laying on him and she says you're warm and he goes it's a werewolf thing or it's a wolf thing and then. She goes, no, it's a Jacob thing. And I'm like, can you let him say oh anything God. without countering it? <laughs> Bella, shut up. No, she can't. <laughs> but <sighs> what I don't understand is why is Alice so angry at this person who hasn't even done anything to her and is actually also, making sure that her person that she considers her sister is safe and alive yeah. um, when they have a treaty, a treaty with these this other group mm-hmm. what like the treaty is supposed to make you amiable with each other yeah. and you're acting like really aggressive for no reason he killed your father like i don't you're acting like he peed on yeah. your front lawn yeah and i and i like let's and then back to like the plot a little bit so i can talk about more about why i'm upset with alice because alice it's really just determined for Bella to be her sister, I guess, because yeah. she's like, you know, Rosalie is lame. <laughs> so Rosalie's I really got need all you, this Bella. trauma and, like, to unpack, and I don't like that. She's too complicated for so, me. Like, I like you because you're yeah. That's why people ship them. <laughs> so, but like, okay, so Edward calls the house, and Jacob answers the phone, and Edward, I guess, asked for Charlie. 
And no, he, Jacob says oh. he's not here. He's because, planning a funeral and hangs because up the, the one other cool indigenous person gets, in the movie is dead now. <laughs> yeah, and and Bella gets mad at him, and she's like, "Why would you? Why wouldn't you let me speak to him?" And then he says, and like I'm not really even saying that this was his decision to make, that it was right or wrong, but he's a 16 year old boy. All he's seen Bella do is grieve and grieve and grieve Edward. She's finally starting to be a person again as far as he's concerned and he doesn't want her to backslide. Potentially. He's like, Bella, I just want you to move I on think with that, your life. But then, but nobody says, then it's like it's a crime. Then Alice gets mad at him and she's like, You're, you and your pack of mutts are messing up with my visions. Well, you know what? Maybe Alice, you have a better power. You're the one who wanted to slurp Bella up yeah. like a smoothie the other night so that your whole you family, you and your you boyfriend, you were looking at her like she was a big tall glass of Jamba Juice. <laughs> yeah, you and your cold one boyfriend your all wanted boyfriend, to make her brother. into the meal of the night. And then y'all had to uproot sending her on this downward spiral you were already sending her on because she was about questioning her own self-worth as a petty human alice and now jacob is here trying to help her be a person and see her merit and her self-worth again and you're just like well you're inconveniencing me in my dream so bye where were you alice why didn't you read an email or two so like then like okay here's my next issue though then she's like we gotta go to italy because edward's gonna die too because he thinks you're dead we also we also see edward like in that this that is room. not looks like he's do you get it do you get Edwards. that they're reading romeo and juliet oh my god that is not healthy don't sell for a relationship i don't understand okay like, this was what? my note on that <laughs> Edward, you're 109. Realize that your life isn't over because you can't see one teenage yeah. girl. Look outside. Listen, you're in Italy. You could find a whole bunch of other Bellas. You could find literally a million <laughs> of them. You've lived through losing so many loved ones. Why is this the one that? Why is this the, the one, one that, that you've got known away? for six months? Or just go That back. you already left anyway. <laughs> that you were planning on never seeing yeah. again anyway to protect her. So why her. are you now like, oh my god. Oh, soup of side. Guess what? If and you had they, turned her, this wouldn't be happening. Oh my god. And then they straight up, and then they just leave. They go to they Italy the together. <laughs> they show and them Jacob on a pleads plane. with her. Jake, the, like... Jacob pleads with this woman. He says, please, don't leave. Stay here for Charlie or for me. I'm hoping it's for me. But, like, also your dad is yeah. a good man. He's done right by me and my family. He's a stand-up guy. I've known him all my life. He's a good guy. Don't hurt him again. Yeah. This is the second, the second time, time you've dipped without warning. Because of Edward's nonsense, she up and bounces, this time fleeing the country. <laughs> And then what? she says, I'm 18 now. I can do what I want. Which, no, you can't. You still live under You're his still roof. still in high school. You have a test tomorrow, Bella. <laughs> and the prom is tomorrow. Oh my tomorrow. god, the prom. Wait, they had prom already. 
Wait, was that? Okay, I get very confused when I watch movies because they're like, oh, it's the junior prom. We only got one prom. <laughs> Do you guys get more than one? Um, in my experience, well, in my experience, it was like only juniors and seniors could go to prom. Okay. Because ours okay. was like, it so, was our prom for senior year. And, like, you could invite whoever you wanted, but, yeah. like, if you were bringing your ninth grade date when you're in grade 12, gross. <laughs> Somebody did that, and it was the most awful thing ever. I'm like... What? Yeah, that happens to one of my friends. I'm like, why are, why, why are you bringing your 14-year-old girlfriend? <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Get some help. Okay, so then Edward is like, he asks the Volturi, like, look, I'm done. Let's peace out. I want out, out of yeah. this. I'm sorry. I am head out. I'm sorry, your gifts are too valuable. But you can, you're free to join the Volturi. Um, there's no other mind-reading like, vampires? Like, do the vampires know what? the only are there one? powers just Ar- so unique? Arrows or whatever your face is, you can see what everyone thinks if you just give them a boop. What? Like, like mind read. There's why do you need Edward. Of, like, are vampires just so unique that no one vampire has the same power? That's kind of what it sounds like. Because so far we've met like seven, and they all have different. Okay, powers. but eventually, like, you're gonna run out of cool powers, so you're gonna become a vampire. <laughs> you just have and you're powers. like, oh boy, I can't wait to see what my power is. And it's like, okay, how are we gonna tell him that, like. He can hear grass scream when he steps on it. Yeah. <laughs> How are we going to tell him? He's like, ah, oh, let me just walk outside. And he puts his foot on his lawn and the grass goes, ah, stop. <laughs> like, like, if that's oh the case, God. I hate that for vampire lore. I absolutely hate that. That's stupid. Oh, wait, I had a really good one I in a in a Sonic fanfic oh, no. that I was reading <laughs> that it... we might do for um for a Sorry Sonic Oh, episode. my God. First, um, just a card in the corner. Could... Your current story is hurting my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> do appreciate the um, shout the out. <laughs> <laughs> Saw the file name and I so, hate it. So... In this story, Sonic could talk to stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, so I think that's a good vampire oh power. And hey, I think that one's hey, cute. Hey, if like Sonic that. needed some help, I think there's an SDC video on how to make a build a bear school. So once you master talking to oh, your stuffed animals, you can educate them. Can I them. just say? The idea of, like, Edward or somebody with this, like, power needing to, like, have something to work through, and then they go to build a bear workshop, and they're just walking the aisles, like, looking for which stuffed animal has the right input Aww. for them. <laughs> That'd be, okay, just the idea that's kind of cute, just, like, this grown man, just, like, in a Build-A-Bear, arms crossed, talking to, like, this stuffed cat, and he's like, I don't know, I've just been having, like, a really difficult time lately, and the cat's like, well, you know what, it's okay, you should just take a mental health day and come back to the problem when you feel better. <laughs> he's like, thanks, and then he leaves. Yeah. Eventually, the, like, store manager Sir. is like, um... <laughs> People are kind of disturbed because, like, you keep like, talking to Like, are you okay? And he's and like, yeah, like... fine. <laughs> hey, actually, like, how much are these yeah. things? And they're like, oh, they're $40. And he's like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Okay, so then, you know, he's about to, then they're not going to do it, so he's like, okay, I'm going to show myself in the middle of the square at noon. And it's a festival where they're celebrating ridding vampires of the city? I don't don't know if that's a real thing. I feel like it probably is, but, like, I'm going to pull a Stephanie Meyer and not research it. (laughs) So the scene where Bella and um, Alice are, like, driving through the city and everyone's wearing red robes bella starts hyperventilating and freaking out <laughs> she's like why is everyone wearing it's red festival, like bella. why are you freaking out so much about uh, that Calm uh, down. my one character trait is i'm terrified of red <laughs> <laughs> well it's like in i have no mouth but you I'm know it's weird too because like yellow. she it's a weird thing to put together because like her issue is like we're running out of time it's almost noon he's gonna be doomed to die and whatnot like we gotta fix it somehow or whatever but then when she focuses on like what they're wearing it's like i think you're losing you need to get your priorities in order and then alice tells her that um she needs to go for it because they'll be able to read or edward will be able to read her thoughts and then stop them somehow so Bella he won't not expose himself if he hears Alice thinking like look Bella's here I think the thinking is like he'll think I'm lying but like if he's reading her thoughts he'd be able to read that like hey I'm not lying because he'd be able to read the lie I guess maybe if like you've been having him read your mind for a long time sometimes he'll look at you and like you know he can read your mind and you'll just be like you're a doofus like, hey. I don't know but for some reason Bella has to run has to be the one to run to him <laughs> and the music that's playing during the scene is like so dramatic. it would be intense if it were like an animated DreamWorks movie <laughs> and I can I just make a suggest a question if this would work yes alternative Alice uses her super speed so that no one will even be able to see her. Like, no one would be able to see the flash. Super speed, zoom, zoom, zooms Bella, and then chucks her at Edward. <laughs> hey, Edward, remember when Stop you did short this? and just let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. So we get the slow-mo of Edward taking off his shirt and starting to step into the sunlight and just absolutely glistening. I didn't like how he, he looks. He looks very sickly, and I'm like... Y'all could have it's, fed this man a little I, bit better. It's not even that he's not attractive, although I do think he looks better now that he did in Twilight. Yeah, they yeah. like it. But, like... Everybody yeah, thinks he, that. Like, he's such a good-looking person, and, like, I see him in Twilight, and I'm like... What I, happened Like, to how... You? What did they... What did they what do, did they do to, to you? you? Yeah. Because, like, he just looks so... Like, mm, he's looking real good in this Batman movie so far. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then they go, we spend like 20 minutes with the Volturi and they're basically talking about whether or not they can kill her. Can I start with the Volturi? Before we go boring, before we go to this scene, I just want to mention that I feel like Edward only speaks in deepities. Like, (laughs) I don't know, I don't remember exactly what he says when Bella like rushes over and grabs him, but he's like, heaven. um, Yeah, like, you know I could never live without you. You left her! Like, just... It's just, I I have some other quotes from him earlier. I just got so tired of quoting him because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. 
But, like, earlier on, what does he say? It's just gross dialogue that's just all... And I'm like, is this the only thing you can say? You can't talk like a normal person. Like... Yeah. Well, you know, I think they caught on to their mistake when, like, the Twilight, where part of the reason she clocked that he was a vampire is because he speaks like he's from a different but he time. Doesn't. And like, we didn't really have him do anything like that. So oh. this one we will. He says in the beginning, um, he... She says... Bella says something about not being able to give him anything. I don't remember. It's like in the context of her birthday. And then Edward says, you give me everything just by breathing. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Let me drive you for a second. But every single line he says is like that. It's just a DVD. I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And when he says, like, I lied to protect you, but you believe me so easily. Well, like... I have no reason not to trust you. And then, like, she's like, but there's, it doesn't make sense for you to love me. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, I guess, fine, whatever. But also, like, why wouldn't I believe you? You just said you and your family are relocating. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm down to go with you. And you didn't even say, like, okay, maybe we could do a long-distance thing, finish up high school. You straight up just said, no, don't you get it, dingus? I don't want you. Yeah. Like, get out of here. <laughs> And then well, late, oh, later on, he says, um, leaving you was the hardest thing I've done in 100 years. And I'm like, okay, you need to calm down. That's just not true, I'm sure. <laughs> what about when you learn to stop yeah. eating people? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, became a vampire. <laughs> nah, leaving Bella was it. Or survived the Spanish flu. Like, you survived. Well, mm, he didn't really. (laughs) It did kill him. Well, I think the... I don't know how he was turned, but... He was was dying and Carlisle was like, I'll save you for some reason. But yeah, so he did. He did survive it by getting turned into a vampire. So, okay, the summary, we can go into, like, a few details after, but literally, the Volturi are just like, well, she knows too much, we gotta kill her, Mm -hmm. but also, what, her mind shield or whatever, no, none of her powers work on her somehow, she's like a mega human, (laughs) I wish she would be a vampire, and then Alice is like, yeah, she will be, oh, okay, then, bye. And then then Arrow's like, um, let me see. To like, I guess, to make sure Ooh. she wasn't lying, and then Alice, and the the scenes <laughs> that she sees is just them running through the forest, and the light hits her, and oh, it's she's like sparkly, Wah. yeah, and then Arrows gets so like <laughs> he's like ah oh, to see what you become, <laughs> I'm like oh yikes, oh, some of like Arrows like the way he says lines later on in the scene. <laughs> Yeah, and when he leans in close and says, Isabella. I'm like, stop. I feel like the actor had a lot of fun yeah. with this character, though. <laughs> yeah, he no, knew he what movie he was in, and sure. he's like, you want so, camp? I'll give you camp. And the directors were like, no, no, this is a serious role. We're not looking for <laughs> camp. He's like, watch me chew the scenery. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I want to mention during this scene that was just so weird um, is when... Uh, Edward is fighting Felix, I think, um, and he's losing. <laughs> Bella starts screaming, no, no, don't hurt him, but she starts, like, grabbing oh, yeah. at herself, while, <laughs> and it, the camera is just, like, straight on shot, and she's, like, grabbing her hair and her no, shirt. So, like, she's like, no, like, no, don't hurt him. Here's the thing, like, 
vocally, it sounds very convincing. Watching it. Right. Kristen Stewart, uh, can you, Kristen, (laughs) this is me as the director. Hold on, cut. Kristen, um, I don't know what you're doing with, like, your hands. That's not, like, really the direction that we were going for. Do you think you could, like, try something else? Like, a little less hands, you know? Maybe, like, just don't, okay, all right, everybody, let's restart the scene. God, I need a drink after this. I hate my job. All right. Yeah, I don't know why she did that. It was very strange. It's so distracting. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we're back in Forks. <laughs> and, well, basically only a few more months happen. Charlie says, you're grounded, Bella. And Bella's For like, the yeah, rest yeah, of yeah, your life. Whatever. I, like, I, like, literally, I don't care, but, like, fine. Pretend to <laughs> okay, feel like dad. a dad. Yeah. Let me feel like a dad um, for a second. So then they go to talk to Jacob. And it's nothing like, you know. I want to talk about how they get there. Okay. Because, sure. Um, they're driving in the truck, and Jacob shows up in front of the truck, and then they stop the truck, and Jacob walks away, <laughs> doesn't say anything, and Edward says, he wants to talk to me. Well, like, how does that mean he wants to talk? <laughs> he read his mind, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, <laughs> I guess that makes but, like, sense. Just, okay, they're yeah. in the forest. <laughs> and J- Jacob is shirtless. As, as per usual. So he's all nice. And... This conversation, I feel, basically boils down to Edward being like, thanks for keeping her warm yeah. for me, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for holding And why was like, Bella even here for this? Like, uh, they They talk about her like she's not yeah, friendly. Yeah, and it's rude. Mm. Is it Eclipse when she's like, and oh, from now on I'm Switzerland? <laughs> yeah, that is Eclipse. So, so she, well, she tells Jacob that she's going to get turned and he says, I won't let you. And I'm like, yikes, Jacob. All right. Now you're, you're, now you're crossing a line. But then I don't get it. The rest of these characters. Because, because he, well, he, he says that she, he doesn't want her to be a killer and uh, whatever. But I don't understand that because won't she be a colon then if, she gets turned by them and she's living with them. She's gonna be a Cullen. She's gonna be part of the treaty. Yeah. I... I guess my thing is, like, Jacob... Let me see how to work this. I don't think he's making the best wording. Like, it's weird to be like, I won't let you. But, like, Technically, he—it's not—he's not out of bounds. The treaty is: if they bite a human, mm-hmm. the treaty's off. Right. And Bella's basically saying, like, "But I want to," and he's like, "I like—I don't agree with your decision to become a vampire. So if he bites you, yeah. the treaty's off. That's all I'm saying, Bella. I don't want you to do it, and I'm not gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna fight for you to become one. So just like." I, that's the thing. They painted as he's like t- stopping her, but like he knows she's going to yeah, do it. Yeah, because if the treaty's yeah, off, they don't. Then, like it's going to be real messy so, for 
both, like, the Cullens and, like, the entire tribe. Yeah, don't be selfish right now, Bella. <laughs> she's like, but I like when yeah, she starts I... talking to, she, like, approaches Jacob and they have a few lines together, but she's, like, six inches away yeah. from him. Like, can you be a little further apart? Your boyfriend yeah. is, like, right there. And he's like, I love you. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> she says, yeah, she says, don't make me choose because it'll be him. It's always been him. And I'm like, yeah, we yeah, know. No, he's been your. Was this supposed to be a big been reveal? Your like, this whole time. And then, this is something weird too. Then Edward and Jacob immediately basically go to like beat each other up, yeah. and then she stands between them. And I'm like, why? Because <laughs> like Edward, you got the girl. Why are you upset? Because like, those he dirty werewolves yeah. just make him God, so mad. I hate them. They're so stinky and smelly. Ugh. And then, and then we get to hear Edward and and Bella talk about her turning. He wants her to wait, and yeah. she's like, "No, just why do you want to wait? If you're gonna do it, why do you want to wait?" And I'm like, "If." If it's gonna happen, why do you want to rush it? Why can't, he says two years, maybe three. I'm like, why can't you wait three years? I can understand if he was like, wait fifteen years, because then you'd look way older yeah. than him, and that would be really weird um, yeah. for going out in public, I guess. But you can't wait three years. You're gonna, he's gonna do it anyway. And, and then like, she said she was gonna wait till she finished like, high school. Yeah, you, they also only like know each other for like a year at most. So like. Maybe wait a little bit longer to make this major life-changing decision. I mean, neither of them care about that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they were gonna off themselves. They're like, let's be vampires. And Bella's like, wait, hold on. I think I regret this. Like, uh. But then he's like, oh, wait, like, a, like three years. She's like, oh, that's too long. And he's like, two years. Oh, that's too long. He's like, okay, I'll do it, but on one condition. And she's like, what's that? And he's like, marry me. And then the movie ends. And then the Yay. movie ends, and it's a terrible ending. And I hate God. it. God. And how uh, long have they known each long. other? <clears throat> how is this movie so boring? <laughs> oh my gosh, nothing happened nothing. in this movie. There was like a bunch of small conflicts that got quote unquote resolved, I guess. And Another then big the conflict. one overarching conflict which was like the age thing and like turning her got so boring and stale so fast <laughs> and didn't even get resolved really because it's still like he says he's gonna turn you but is he we don't know this movie sucks guys <laughs> it's bad yeah. Yeah, i had such a hard time i had to watch it over two days not because i wanted to i wanted to get it over <laughs> with as soon as possible <laughs> but it was really late when I started it, so I had to stop last night, and then I watched it right the ending right before recording, and I was I had an hour left. Yeah, I was gonna watch to watch it. today, and I was like, "Is it over yet? Can I please not watch <laughs> this movie anymore?" Like, uh, yeah, it's not good. But we did it. Two out of four. Yay! Good job, uh, two down. Good two job, two to go. go. Alright, well, check in next time when we talk about Eclipse, I guess. <laughs> Thank you guys for talking with me, 
and thank you guys for listening. And remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.